Trent here with you on a Thursday afternoon with you until, well, 2 o'clock today. We got Jimmy B and TC coming up from 1 until 2 o'clock for the next two hours. I'll talk the world of sports with you. The drive comes your way this afternoon from 4 until 6 o'clock with me and Wolfgang. And we got a lot going on, certainly, right now. We'll get into it, kicking things off with Thursday Night Football. It's Dallas hosting New Orleans. Some excitement for this game, a game that looked a couple weeks ago to be an absolute clunker as Dallas was trudging their way towards another 7-9 type of year. They get Amari Cooper, they win some games, and suddenly the resurgent Cowboys, many people believe, going to be the team that represents the NFC East and the playoffs coming up in January. With that, we'll talk about that game. If you're out and about tonight on a Thursday night looking for the game, we got you covered as we do each and every Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night football on 1700 The Champ, we got the coverage with Westwood 1, and we'll have it again tonight. Really looking forward to what should be a fun, fun night of football, coupled with a light slate in college basketball before we get going again tomorrow with some Big Ten play. We'll get into that, certainly, throughout the day. Coming up here this after uh, throughout the day uh, from 11 till 1 before Jimmy B and TC, we got Vinny Iyer. We'll break down that Saints-Cowboys matchup with him. We'll take a look around the league yesterday. Mitchell Trubisky didn't practice again for the Bears, dealing with the shoulder injury that kept him out of the game on Thanksgiving against Detroit. Looks like now he is also going to be sitting out a second game. Concerning? Oh, absolutely. We'll get into that, too, with Vinny Iyer coming up here at about 11.20. Then 11.45, our conversations with Stephen M. Sipple will uh, finish up for the year in the college football front with the Nebraska Cornhuskers, the beat writer, with the Lincoln Journal store on the uh, star with the Nebraska beat. We'll talk with Sip a little bit about what he saw in the Black Friday matchup last week and looking forward after a 4-8 and eight season, what's next for Scott Frost and the Cornhuskers. I know a lot of excitement out there for the Cornhusker fans. They're pumped up. They believe that this team is on the right path and they're going to make a big jump next season. How realistic is that? We saw the offense certainly play at an incredibly high level, but... That defense has a lot of work to do. We'll get into that and a whole lot more with Stephen M. Sipple here at about 11.45. To kick off the noon hour, it'll be Chris Dobertine to begin the hour. We'll talk college basketball with him. He does the bracket reveal at SB Nation, does a great job with that. And as I told you, going into the holiday Thanksgiving tournaments that are out there, you're looking for a one-stop shop for all of them. In fact, he's already worked for next season and the tournaments that teams are going to be playing in, bloggingthebracket.com, part of SB Nation. You can find it through their college basketball page. It is an incredible reference. He does a great job with that when we get to conference tournament time, TV time, start times, everything that you can need for every single conference. He does a wonderful job. And we'll talk college basketball with Chris Dobertine coming up at noon. Then about 4:20, uh, 1220, it'll be Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. More on the NFL We'll look at the Chiefs, the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings. We'll hit the local front. We'll take a look at the national scene and a whole lot more from with Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. But we begin today on an interesting develop, development last night from the University of Iowa. So finish up the uh, program with Wolfgang yesterday, and I get out and I uh, have the young one, little Ella, three and a half. She goes to gymnastics. It's always fun. Enjoy it. And as I'm sitting there, 
My phone buzzes, and I look, and there's a press release. I'm sitting up top. and watching Ella do her thing, working out of the balance beam. Kind of like her old man, not exactly the, uh, the best on the balance beam, but she's working hard, and I love her for it. But uh, I get it, so I look. And, I, and I'm, I'm dumbfounded when through the release from Learfield through the University of Iowa. This goes back to what happened in Iowa's matchup at the ACC Big Ten Challenge against Pittsburgh. And during the broadcast, as we talked about throughout the programs yesterday, during the broadcast when Gary Dolphin, the voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes, and Bobby Hansen, the analyst for basketball, thought they were in a commercial break, they were conversing, as you do. I do it when I'm doing games at the high school level. Do it all the time in between breaks. But you think your mic is off. You don't think this is something being broadcast. Well, as Gary Dolphin said, you know, look at what they've recruited. Look at what you know, Capel's been able to do bringing in these guys. And I'm paraphrasing here. And we got Macy Daly putting his head down, going into a double team. And that's where the problem was. If, if it was strictly just about Boy, Capel's done a nice job bringing in those kind of guys. I'd love to see a guy like that in a Hawkeye uniform. I think it'd be all well and good. But it was the way that Dolph said Macy Daly. It sounded with some disdain in his voice. If you listen to the audio of that, that's what you hear. If he would have just said it, very frankly, you know, these they, Pitt's got these three guards that are really good, and we got Macy Daly with his head down going into a double team. I think it would have been fine, but it was also the tone. The tone played a role in that, and that's why you can't just read what was said. You have to listen to what Gary Dolphin said, because when you listen to it, I think it does take a different context. So Learfield, along with the University of Iowa last night, announces a two-game suspension for the Hawkeyes play-by-play announcer, Gary Dolphin. This is from the release. The suspension follows comments by Dolphin last night on the Hawkeye Net, uh, Hawkeye Radio Network men's basketball broadcast, which should have been a commercial break. Goes on, Dolph says the sorry in it. But here's the crazy part. And this is how the University of Iowa seemingly oh, so much screws these things up. You know, we joke about the Friday news dump, and late in the 5 o'clock hour, 6 o'clock hour, all of a sudden, oh, there's the press release when something bad is going on. We joke about that, but that's not just Iowa. That's a lot of places. I mean, it's the same thing you talk about in the business world. You see these things happen all the time. But this could have been a very simple story. The apology was out there. Fences need to be mended, and you leave it at that. And if a suspension is warranted and you really believe that, that's all well and good. But Gary Barta, the athletic director at Iowa, added fuel to the fire in the press release when he said this. The two-game suspension is a result of those comments, okay? Period. Period. That's what it should have been. Instead, Barta adds, as well as some ongoing tensions that have built up over the past couple of years. That's where this goes from a little story, a local story, something that we're going to talk about here. You talk about in Des Moines and across the state of Iowa, and that's it. Barta throws fire on it. Ongoing tensions. What does that mean? It leads to speculation. It leads to questions. It leads to people saying, what in God's name is going on here? What kind of ongoing tensions? Now, if you listen to the Hawkeye Radio Network and you listen to the broadcast, and I do from time to time, out and about doing different things, and I I hear a lot of Dolph, and after games, after watching the game, and you want to get more 
I'll flip on the telecast and I'll, I'll listen to the post game. I do that quite a bit. And there are times that there are tense moments between Dolph, the voice of the Hawkeyes, and Frey McCaffrey. You don't get that, I would say, at all with Kirk Ferentz and Dolph, but you do get it semi-regularly with Fran and Dolph. And there are times, if you're listening to the pregame and before the show, and it seems like Dolph at times maybe asks questions in a different way. It's It's been odd. And I always wonder if there's something deeper. You know, there there's the jokes out there that uh, maybe Fran grabbed his water bottle, his special water bottle. Yeah, uh, that aside. There has to be something deeper than that. Some questions that have been asked that rub Fran the wrong way. I don't know exactly what it is, but Scott Doctorman from The Athletic, I think he added a whole lot of credence and, and a little more insight in his article. His article uh, yesterday from The Athletic after the announcement was made talked about some of the things that are out there, including a time three years ago. Dolphin requested tickets that eventually were landed with Wisconsin fans who sat next to and heckled Margaret McCaffrey, wife of the head coach. Yeah, it's not good. Dolph, don't, if you're asking for tickets, make sure they don't end up in the hands of Wisconsin fans, especially good tickets like that. Come on. All right, that, that can rankle you a little bit, especially when these guys are sitting next to the wife of the head coach. I get it. A two-game suspension, fine. Learfield, if you need somebody, I'm available. I work cheap. All right? But... Seriously, to add that dimension to this press release, it is so, so ridiculous. It it leaves you scratching your head. Why does Gary Barta, why does the University of Iowa continually have these kind of PR gaps? Seemingly once, twice, three times a year we have this. And and, uh, people on Twitter last night, I, I read a couple of comments from people, and I think Very well stated. Gary Barta. Gary Barta mired last year in a court case, lost the athletic department millions of dollars with the Tracy Greasebaum case. Was it six, seven million dollars? For that, what does he get? A slap on the wrist? A talking to in the corner office? There was no suspension. There was no time away for Gary Barta. He cost millions of dollars to the athletic department. Yet, on the other side, Gary Dolphin makes a couple, not even off-color remarks. Remarks that I've thought about, I've said. I have no understand. I'm in different capacity than Gary Dolphin. But I've said those types of things. And he gets a two-game suspension. The dichotomy there is it's difficult to grasp. It's difficult to wrap your mind around. What is happening there? For Gary Dolphin, who I enjoy. I really like Dolph. I love the voice. I would kill to have pipes like that. He's got the beautiful tones that come out. He's a great person on top of it. You know, the, the times that I've talked with him, you know, we have him on the show from time to time. Always like talking Hawkeyes with him. That's all well and good. But when you meet him out and about, very engaging, friendly, nice person. A guy that will do anything for you. Yesterday we had John Walters on. And before he made his first broadcast on the Cyclone Radio Network after the passing of Pete Taylor, he said that Dolph had sent him a message. And 
Go back and listen to that interview yesterday. You can find it on our podcast page at 1700thechamp.com. I, I think some really good comments and some context into this story and what you do as a voice of an athletic department and doing those types of things, but also gives you insight on Gary Dolphin, the person. I mean, this, this has got to sting. This guy's more than anything. He is a fan. He's a fan like I am. He's a fan like Hawkeye fans out there or Cyclone fans. You're a fan. And even as a fan, you get mad at your guys. You get upset. You get frustrated. That's what a fan is. Now, do we know whoever was board opping things, whoever's running the board, either back in Jefferson or on the Hawkeye Radio Network? I think Kevin Dolan is the on-site engineer whose fault it was. We didn't see anything there. And because those people aren't the faces or the voices, I guess the context is different there. Surprised we haven't seen anything more about that, though. Disappointing in a way, frustrating in a way, but I get it. I get the suspension. The problem is the press release. Gary Barta, another miss. Imagine that. We'll get the timeout coming back on the other side. We're going to get into the NFL. Talk more about Mitchell Trubisky, that shoulder injury. Bears fans, should we be concerned? I'm starting to get there. Look, Mitchell Trubisky, he needs reps. We're not talking about a veteran quarterback, and you know what? You're playing the Giants, and they stink, and we can get by with Chase Daniel. And it's a throwing shoulder. I, I just, there's a lot of this that is leaving me concerned. Maybe it's concerning because the Bears haven't been very good for a while, and they finally look to be heading on a positive path, and because of that, whew, maybe that's the reason for it. But we'll get into that. We'll talk Chiefs, Packers, Vikings, Bears. Take a look at the national scene. We'll break down tonight. Dallas taking on New Orleans Thursday night football, and you can hear it here on 1700 The Champ. Quick time out back with more in a moment as we continue. Trey Conan running solo today on 1700. Wake up with the all new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Bring on the cold and join Special Olympics Iowa for the annual West Des Moines Polar Plunge on Sunday, December 2nd at Raccoon River Park in West Des Moines. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 15,000 Special Olympics athletes and unified partners in the state of Iowa. The plunge will begin at noon, and a post-party with music, food, drink, and prizes will immediately follow. For more information, please contact Special Olympics Iowa at soiowa.org backslash plunge or call 515-986-5520. We'll see you on December 2nd at Raccoon River Park. Is a sign-on bonus starting at $2,500 something that would grab your interest? Jim Hawk Truck Trailer in Altoona has immediate openings for energetic, self-motivated semi-truck trailer repair mechanics. At Jim Hawk Truck Trailer, you can expect to work in a great work environment that includes a clean, well-maintained shop. They offer competitive pay along with benefits that include medical, dental, 401K, life insurance, and more. Mechanics, you're not required to work weekends at Jim Hawk Truck Trailer in Altoona. Visit them now online at jhtt.com and go to the Careers tab. 
Are you ready for the intuitive LG V40 Thank You for just $20 a month? Right now at Sprint, you can get the only phone in the market with five cameras to capture moments from every single angle. That's right. You can get the LG V40 Thank You at Sprint for $20 a month, regularly priced at $40 a month with an 18-month Sprint Flex lease. Hurry to Sprint. This limited time offers for new customers with approved credit and a new line of service or existing customers with an eligible upgrade. Need more reasons to hurry to Sprint? Get a free 49-inch LG TV when you lease the V40 Thank You while supplies last. Requires registration at LG.com and a new line of service. There's never been a better time to try our network built for Unlimited. Switch to Sprint today and get your LG V40 Thank You for $20 a month and a free 49-inch LG TV. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Pricing after $20 per month credit applied within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. TV ships in eight weeks. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes tax. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee restrictions apply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Dig out those festive sweaters, gather your family, kids, and pets because it's time for the ARL Santa and Paws holiday photos. Santa will even be making an appearance. By having your photos taken, you'll be supporting the homeless pets at the ARL and will end up with great photos for your holiday cards this year. Multiple dates, times, and locations are available during November, so schedule your time now at arl-iowa.org Santa. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. We could tell you that every woman loves jewelry, but at Jared, we know you don't care about every woman. You're only devoted to the one you love. With more exclusive Le'Veon pieces than any other jewelry store in the world, like the all-new Le'Veon Links of Love Collection, Jared is the place to find a gift as extraordinary as she is. From November 19th to December 2nd, save $100 off any Levian purchase. Get a promo code or find a store near you at jared.com. 
and dare to be devoted. Real Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. 1700, the champ. Trek out of back with you here Thursday morning, taking you up until 1 o'clock today. Then it'll be Jimmy B and TC from 1 until 2. We're going to get into the Big Ten with Ken Silverstein. Break down the conference championship game, the chances of Ohio State. How can they overtake Oklahoma as we await Vinny Iyer scheduled to uh, join us here. He'll be uh, stopping by here in about two minutes or so, and we'll get Vinny on the phone lines. Well, a lot to uh, certainly decipher quickly to last night and what we saw in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. We're going to talk about this more to begin the 12 o'clock hour. Chris Dobertine is going to be stopping by then. But last night, I, I think you got to start with what was the primetime matchup, the, the big matchup, and that's what happened in Ann Arbor where after a back-and-forth start, Michigan gains control of the game late in the first half and just absolutely runs away from North Carolina. They did seemingly everything well. The Wolverines shot 57% from the floor. They hit 11-22, 50% from three-point range. They rebound it. They pass it. Six blocks, just seven turnovers in the game. They appeared to be one of the best teams in the country. You know, Michigan in college football this year, they've been talking about the revenge tour, right? The revenge tour where they've been able to go out there, got to do their thing in football, and then it ended with a thud and what happened against Ohio State. You got your own kind of revenge tour happening here. Michigan now has victories by double digits against the last three national champions. And two of them were Villanova last year and two years previous and Carolina in between, but still impressive in its own right. I'll tell you one thing. That is not a team you want to face right now. And the job that John Beeline has done in reinventing himself completely. This is a team for years and years, bringing some decent talent, win some games, all right, they're going to be fine. They go from that to what you're watching right now. A complete transformation on the defensive end. Him handing over the reins. Yeah, they play some 1-3-1 at times, and sometimes they could cause some problems. Some matchups would work out well, but they were never a great defensive team. It was all about the offense and reinventing what they do on that end of the floor. And you look at this roster, it's not comprised of a bunch of McDonald's All-Americans, but from the run to the national championship game a year ago, the run they made a few years previous to that, this Michigan program, it shows you you don't have to just do it with one and dones. You can build a program a different way. We saw Villanova, the aforementioned Wildcats, who has won two of the last three national champions, is not done with one-and-done players. It's it's interesting. It really is watching that team be able to go out, play at that level, do those types of things, and uh, it's been fun to watch. Scary, though, for the rest of the Big Ten. The rest of the Big Ten, it's been a good start for the league. Overall, things have gone really, really well for the league. ACC Big Ten Challenge, you know, the loss... Last night to, say, Ohio State. Not a thing of beauty. Not what you want to see. But you now Maryland taking Virginia to the wire. I thought that was impressive. Northwestern. Now, they had to hold on for dear life to get it done. But they did. They did get it done. And because of that, it was overall a good start. Purdue came back, had Florida State on the ropes. And maybe a whistle goes the other way. 
It's going to be a good year. Last year was not. Last year, I don't think there's any way you can slice it up to a disappointing year. When do you have a team go 13-5 and five in a power conference? 13-5. and five. And you can't get an NCAA tournament bid out of that? You know you got problems. And there were problems last year in that league. But they bounced back in a big way this year. Plenty of excitement. A lot to be excited about if you're a Big Ten fan. And we're certainly going to see a whole lot more about that. And then Friday we get conference play started. The Iowa-Wisconsin game. Michigan State Rutgers. Rutgers won. How about that? Rutgers beat Miami. Who envisioned that? Certainly not me. And Minnesota has a pretty good non-conference game themselves as they go up against Oklahoma State. We're dialing up Vinny I right now. We'll see if we can get him on the line here as we ring, ring, ring. Vinny was set to join us here a little bit ago. And, well, when you're working solo, you got to do things a little bit different. Still no, no answer there from Vinny. We'll try to grab him and talk some NFL. Back to the Big Ten, though. Ends in a tie, 7-7. Needed to get four out of six yesterday. Didn't happen, and you have the Buckeyes to blame for that. You know, yesterday I was singing the praises of Chris Holtman and the job that he has done for the defense from Syracuse. And they had time to prepare, but coupled with the way they shot the ball in the second half for Syracuse, Syracuse tough to beat. When they're hitting shots, you know the defense is going to be there. You know they're going to cause problems. It's, I get it. I get it. There's some things that can crop up from time to time that make it just a little bit head-scratching when you're taking the cues. I mean, some of the runs that they have made, I mean, think of the runs that they've made to the Final Four a couple years back, runs to the Sweet Six team seemingly out of nowhere. Part of it is preparation. Part of it is playing a team like that and, and having to do it in a quick turnaround in an NCAA tournament where you just have one day of prep in between. That plays a role, no doubt. And I love Jim Ahein. I mean, a guy that just, he does not care. He says what's on his mind. He does things. He beats to the, marches to the beat of his own drum. He is cantankerous. Sure. I get a kick out of guys like that. We got Vinny Iyer here set to join us, and I believe we got Vinny on the line. Vinny, is that you? Yes, that's me. Hey, I've what's happening? Found, I've, been located, I've been located. I'm safe and sound. Good, good. Uh, I'm, I'm not uh, already pre-expecting what's happening in the uh, Big Ten title game. I'm, I'll save that for after the game. Yes, but, uh, yes. Well, let's, let's start right there, Vinny. You're a Northwestern alum. You're Wildcats for the first time ever in the Big Ten championship game. It's against Ohio State. It is the behemoth of the Big Ten, the way that they recruit, what Urban Meyer certainly has done to that program, elevating it even to another level. Are you confident? Are you concerned? Are you nervous? I mean, a couple years back, we saw Wisconsin go in there and get beat, what, 66-3? to Where, where do you sit right now as a Northwestern alum? Yeah, it's, it's a tough one because uh, it's funny because we were talking about it with a couple of friends of mine. We're saying, I have never felt so like bad about winning a division in my <laughs> life just because it's after seeing the Ohio State Michigan game, I said, "Okay, I guess we'll we'll play one more game and see what happens." But anything can happen, as we know. Ohio State has played down to teams like Maryland and Nebraska, so there's always that. And we know Northwestern plays up and down to its opponent as well. So I just want a good game to play hard and uh, stay in it for a while and not give up 60 points would be nice. Yes, there's no doubt. Hopefully, to stay in that game, it has been regardless an incredible run. 
How many Northwestern people are going to be there? When Iowa made it for the first time back in 2015, uh, that that building was absolutely jam-packed with Hawkeye fans. Different. You're talking about a public state university as opposed to a small private school there with Northwestern. But how many people do you think are going to be in the building in Indy? Well, I think it's impressive that they got a good uh, 40%, I think, of the students to uh, go. Somebody anonymously donated money to create tickets and transportation. So that's a pretty cool thing that a lot of these people are going to be able to share that experience and make the short drive from Evanston to Indy to experience that. So it'll be good. We know the Ohio State fans are going to be in full force. They know there's still a chance for the playoff there. Those team, that team and that fan base is going to be loud and rocking, and it's going to be a lot more red than purple. We know that. But I think it's just been one of those seasons where anything's happened. It started weird, losing all the conference games. So you never know how it's going to end at this one. You know, let's uh, go from that, and uh, we await the bowl destinations. A victory would put Northwestern back in the Rose Bowl and know what a big deal that would be against the Buckeyes. Let's go to the NFL, your forte at the Sporting News. And, Vinny, tonight we, we get some Thursday night football that is at least compelling, but I want to start in your old stomping grounds uh, around Chicago, the suburbs of Evanston. The Bears and Mitchell Trubisky. Vinny, maybe I'm looking at this too much like a fan but I've seen this before, a team that, oh, you know what, we can get by another week with our backup, we can go out there, and then you lose a stupid game against a bad team in the Giants, and I'm envisioning that happening for the Bears here. Are they are they playing with fire, still with only a game-and-a-half lead over the Vikings? Yeah, I think they're just being careful because uh, Mitchell Trubisky, this is a younger quarterback, you don't want to risk further injury, shoulders, it's nasty. If you get something there, separation and surgery, you're seeing a major setback for him. So I think they're being careful with the fact that he's a young quarterback. But that said, I don't know if people have noticed a little bit that I don't think this offense is that much different from Chase Daniel. I think the only thing that Chase Daniel doesn't do is take off and run. But really, I look at Trubisky's season, it's been complicated because people say, okay, he's having a great season. But if you pull back, he's been inaccurate a lot of times, uh, missed a lot of things downfield. So there's still a growth process there with Trubisky. I think a lot of it has come through his running ability and that kind of saved him a little bit. So I think there's still some growth there that I'm concerned about once he gets into a playoff matchup against a team they're going to have to put up a little bit more points against. So I look at that, and uh, they're being careful, but they're also realizing maybe it's not much of a drop-off to Chase Daniel either. So they still can win with defense. We know that. And uh, the Giants can make a lot of mistakes against them. But... You're right. It's a bit of a trap game on the road, especially with the Rams coming in next. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, if you lose those two games back-to-back and the Vikings maybe upset the Patriots and go and win in Seattle, then this uh, division is uh, completely different to all of a sudden in two weeks. Do you think uh, when we get to Week 17, the Bears go to U.S. Bank Stadium? I'll be there wearing my Khalil Mack jersey that I just picked up. I'll be there as a fan watching that one. Will that game matter for both teams, or could it be – Maybe the Vikings trying to get into the playoffs. Do you think it'll matter for the division? I don't think it's going to matter for the division, to be honest. Just looking at the Vikings schedule here with the Patriots and Seahawks back-to-back on the road, I can't imagine them winning both of those games, even one at this point. So it's going to be tough for the Vikings to come through. And uh, those two games, if the Bears take care of business against the Giants, they're going to be in great shape regardless of what happens against the Rams next week. So... I don't think it's going to be a division, but the Vikings might need it to get in the playoffs because I think the Packers, as crazy as it sounds, they have a very easy schedule that they could run the table on here and get back into the mix. you got the other teams creeping up the playoffs, uh, one that kind of fell out, the Panthers that could still rally and get back in. So 
all kinds of things are going to be on the line, I think, for the Viking side of things versus the Bears in Week 17. Well, one of the bigger uh, stories here throughout this week has been what happened with Reuben Foster. Help me out here. The Redskins, after he is cut very quickly by the 49ers after charges of domestic violence, they quickly go after him. It, it was head-scratching, so help me out here. What are the Redskins thinking? Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't look good at all, and we have come up uh, at Sporting News about that. Uh, you, you look at it, and the optics are definitely not good because it's also the Redskins, a yeah. team that uh, could have done something there with Kaepernick and replaced or given him a shot there. It made a lot of sense that he would be a direct replacement to Alex Smith, but didn't want to give him a shot there. Then we know about the whole nickname controversy that's never yeah. going to go away. And then this is just... I think as weird as those two things are, this is a whole lot worse. Because here's a guy, it wasn't just there's an allegation out there. He was on game day on the road, and this happened. This arrest, like, give it a break a little bit. Maybe you don't want to plug in this guy. It's not like you're desperate and inside linebacker. You have two decent guys that are playing pretty well and stopping the run. I just don't get it. I think it's just a forced move. I get it, the upside. They had uh, these two teammates there, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. And when they say they do did due diligence, I don't think just talking to those guys and saying, oh, yeah, he was a good teammate, sign off, sign him. There's a lot bigger issues here beyond what, what you think the player was in a different place at a different time and with people who like him. So I think you have to do a lot more due diligence than, say, 72 hours and we're going to make this move. If it was maybe a month from now or two months from now and the season ends and they've done some diligence and practice and – really signed him up to be in a counseling program or do whatever he needs and feel better about his situation in court, then it would make a lot more sense. But doing it so quickly, it's just a really bad look for the Redskins and uh, kind of a typical thing on their part. Yeah, uh, a lot of gaps certainly throughout time with that organization. Tonight we'll get to see the Saints back in action against the Cowboys, the team chasing them in the NFC South that is going to need a lot of help, though they do get the Saints twice. It's the Carolina Panthers from over there in your stomping grounds. You know, this is a team I really like coming into the season. I picked them to win the division. That certainly appears to be on life support. But, Vinny, is Riverboat Ron gone too far? Ron Rivera, the head coach who got that moniker a couple of years back, it feels like sometimes he's just doing it to do it. he go for it on fourth down at stupid times, waiting for a field goal. It's been, it's been a rough one, it feels like, for Carolina. It feels like they should be better than 6-5. and five. Yeah, they really should be. These last two games were particularly tough. I mean, there are two instances you're talking about. They're going for two. I get what they were doing against the Lions, but it makes no sense. They're probably going to win this game in overtime. They're the better offense anyway uh, that you can expect was going to come through there. But maybe part of it's not trusting the field goal kicker, and mm-hmm. it sometimes has been the case. He had a big monster one to save them against the Giants, but then he missed one last week that Graham Gano did. So maybe it's not having full trust in your kicker, maybe trying to fight around that. Um, you had a situation with the fourth down where they ran a weird play and the Seahawks got stopped there, and that really changed the tone of that game early as well. So, yeah, I think they're taking calculated risks with what they're doing, but I think the difference in the Riverboat Ron mentality is that the defense is not coming through the way he expects. I think part of this predicated is, okay, if we fail on offense or we don't come through on this conversion, that our defense is going to bail us out. But right now their defense is playing awfully. They they're really beat up at corner. You can really throw the ball on them. You can run the ball on them better than you think as well. They had to sell out to stop the run, which you never see from Carolina. And, uh, and they opened up everything in the passing game last week. So 
A lot of issues there. This Bucks browns combination of road games where they've only won one game on the road, this could be devastating for the Panthers if they free fall out of the playoffs with these two games. And I wouldn't be surprised if Bucks or the Browns or both could win these games in the next two weeks. Jumping down to Kansas City, Eric Berry is back for the Chiefs as they uh, look to hold off the Chargers, win that division, still another game remaining. That one will be in Kansas City coming up here in a, a couple of weeks. But, Vinny, as, as you look at this team, Eric Berry, look, he's not going to be an elixir that all of a sudden makes him a great defensive team. What's left? What what could he provide for them in your mind? Well, I think if you look at them, they really struggled to cover the tight end. This year, that's one of their weaknesses. They've also cut, struggled to cover running backs out of the backfield. Those are like the two weaknesses. But some of that is a product of you leave a lot of things in the middle open, you're playing with a big lead, and uh, you're just leaving wide open gaps in the passing game. But some of it has been a little troubling. We know that the Rams were able to do what they wanted with a tight end. That kind of changed that particular game in the final minutes there. So I think that's what helps. He gives you that leadership as well back there to rally these guys. And one thing I'll say is the defense has played a lot better of late. The secondary is a little bit more organized. The pass rush is coming through a little bit more, taking advantage of those big leads. So we know the Chiefs are still going to win on offense, but if they just get a little bit more defense, and we've seen it in the past, uh, up front and in coverage. Uh, this team could be really unstoppable come playoff time. Speaking of teams that very well could be unstoppable coming playoff time, that is the Rams. A week off for them. They have the loss against New Orleans. They might have to travel to New Orleans again in an NFC Championship type of game. But after you know the display that we saw out of the Chiefs and the Rams a couple of weeks ago, they're dealing with the injury to Cooper Cup. What do you think of this Rams team going forward and what they're going to be the rest of the way? Well, I think, uh, yeah, this is a good game after the bye to keep rolling against the Lions, but the Bears matchup is next week, so that'll be interesting to see an offense versus defense getting that test against maybe the toughest defense in the NFL right now. So uh, that'll be fun to watch as well to see how that comes together next week in uh, Sunday Night Football. But looking at them, the Rams, it's going to be hard uh, to catch the Saints here. The Saints are playing at a very high level. They have, do have the Cowboys and then two more with the Panthers, but really feel like the Saints are going to finish the season winning every game. They've been comfortable control here for the past month of games. So, yeah, for the Rams, I don't think necessarily playing outside of Los Angeles is bad for them. It's not like they have this dominant home field advantage there. But the biggest thing is going to keep it out of a place like Chicago. I think the disaster would be falling behind Chicago, which is definitely a possibility. Them having to go on the road back to Chicago in a 3-2 game in the elements where things are not going to be as easy for them and their offense. So that's going to be a big game next week, especially if the Bears are able to be the Giants and uh, keep pace with the Rams this week. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. Vinny, we'll let you go with this. Tonight, Dallas, New Orleans, speaking of those Saints, what are we going to see? What's your prediction for tonight? Well, I think it's going to be a little tougher, I think, in the fact that the Saints are going to have to sustain long drives. The Cowboys don't give up a lot of big plays. They're pretty decent against the run. I still like them to win, maybe not by the eight or so points, maybe by a touchdown this one. So pretty still close, but the Saints just, I think, do too many things well for the Cowboys to stop in this game. Good stuff, Vinny. Best of luck to your Wildcats this weekend. I'm rooting for them. All right, thanks a lot. Vinny Iyer for the Sporting News as we talk some NFL. Quick time out here. Coming back on the other side, we're talking college football. A look back at Black Friday and the 31-28 win for the Hawkeyes over the Cornhuskers. We'll do it with Stephen M. Simple next as we continue on 1700 The Champ.
Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. The holidays are a joyous time of year spent with family and festive celebrations, but it can be a difficult season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, needs donations for its cheer box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's everystep.org slash grief and loss. Give joy, get joy at Cole's Friends and Family Sale. Only once a year, take an extra 25% off. Save 30 to 50% on outerwear. Save on boots for the family. And take 40 to 60% off FAO Schwartz toys. Plus, get Cole's cash. And snap a free picture in-store with Santa, Saturday and Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. Give joy, get joy at Cole's. Select styles, 25% offer valid November 29th through December 8th with promo code THANKYOU25. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. You started a DIY project at home. Then you realize convenience isn't always easy. The why in DIY doesn't mean why is this so hard. At ADT, we DIFY, do it for you. We customize and install a secure smart home that you control from the palm of your hand or the sound of your voice. Smart security, designed and installed just for you with ADT. Visit ADT.com slash smart to learn more. License information available at ADT.com. ADT, real protection. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. 
We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraine. Looking to lose weight or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Trek got it back with you here Thursday morning. Take you up until 2 o'clock today. Jimmy B and TC from 1 until 2. Right now, time to talk Cornhuskers. A look back at what we saw Friday at Kinnick Stadium and a look forward for the Nebraska program from the Lincoln Journal star. It's Stephen M. Sipple. Sip, good morning to you. How are things? Good morning, Trent. Um, not probably as good for me as they are for you. Uh, but I, uh, no, it's fine. I'm yeah. glad things are going well there and Always a lot to talk about, right? There, there certainly is. You know, Sip, uh, I as I'm watching the game unfold, 28-13, and here come the Cornhuskers. I had visions going back to 2014 and that comeback win with Pearsonell running all over the field on punt returns, and Iowa kept kicking them the game. And, of course, they, uh, they took it, and it was an ugly offseason for Iowa football after that. Iowa held on for the victory, but past Nebraska team, Sip, down 28-13, they would have packed it in. I, I think I, I see some of the differences that you saw, even in a loss out of, out of Nebraska Friday. Yeah, and when we talk about past Nebraska teams, I mean that's pretty exclusive to Riley. I, yeah. I mean, and I guess Callahan to a certain extent, um, but you know Frank's teams never really packed it in. I mean they got they got battered around sometimes, and Bo Pelini's teams got battered around, but. The, the packing-in discussion really didn't start until Riley, um, at least in full force. And that was a three-year period, and really, at the end, it was bad. So, yeah, that was one way for sure that this program under Frost has strengthened. I mean, look at Trent November, November in totality. Um, Nebraska played pretty good in November. I mean, it was... If you just look at that month, it played Ohio State close, right? Yep. Um, it quitted itself really well, blew out Illinois, um, beat Michigan State in a slugfest. Now, that's not, you know, that's not a great Michigan State team. I don't want to overstate it, but it was bad conditions that, can, that favored defense, and Michigan State has a very good defense. And then you saw the Iowa game. It was, well, those teams looked pretty even. Uh, Iowa just has. You know, those two ends on defense and the two tight ends. that We said going in, ends, you know, the ends on both sides for Iowa 
are really strong. And you know what? That was probably the difference. Yeah, it certainly was the the difference. And as Iowa went for that on that fourth down, I, I thought they were pooch bunny. We we've seen them do that yeah. plenty of times throughout the years. That took some cojones out of Ference and company to make that Stanley to make the throw because you saw the way the Nebraska offense was rolling with 40 seconds left. They get the ball on what was it, the 37 yard line. It's two plays. They're kicking a field goal themselves to win that thing. Well, I think I think the decision to go for it on fourth and eight by Ference was was a nod to the strength of Nebraska's offense. I think you're exactly right there. It also was, you know, as he said after the game, they took a look at what Nebraska's defense, how it was playing them, and decided to go forward with it. And it really helps when you have a tight end like Hawkinson. I mean, I, I, I can't really say enough about how much I like him. And, and, and no offense, too. I like that tandem. Hawkinson is more of a revelation this year, right? I mean, he's more of a revelation there. He's certainly more of a revelation to outsiders like me. And I couldn't, I mean, I just, I just think the world of that guy. I watched the clips of his blocking. I mean, he's a, just a premier blocker. I mean, he, when he gets a guy, when he gets his hands on a guy, um, it's over. <laughs> I mean, it's, he's a, he is a, I mean, I, I bet walking around that, that athletic complex, I, I bet he gets a lot of respect and he should. So uh, as you look at the future, defense needs to be improved. That goes without saying. Everybody knows that. What else needs to be done in this offseason in your mind for Nebraska? Uh, they're gonna, I'll tell you what, what's going on here is really interesting. I mean, they're really overhauling the roster. I mean, when, you, when, they, start, when they start up next August, Trent, they'll have a hundred new guys on the team that weren't there when Frost took over, if that's, if that gives you any idea. I mean, they're, they're really continuing a roster overhaul that I've never seen at Nebraska, um, a roster overhaul of this magnitude. Um, it's never happened in the modern era. Um, so that's a big part of it. I don't, you don't really know exactly. There's some elements of the team. You can't really say what it's going to look like. Cause I think it, It'll look a little different with new faces. So talent acquisition, I guess what I'm saying is talent acquisition, be it recruiting through, through the high schools or junior colleges or grad transfers or transfers in general, you're going to see a lot of new faces. So that's a lot of it. Um, you know, it's the defense that would be the most concerning thing for to find the front seven. I mean, you need inside linebacker. You need guys up front. You need more size up front. But also, Stanley Morgan, the law, and you know, you saw him. Stanley Morgan's a dynamic player. He's gone. He's a senior. He had 1,004 yards this year, the first 1,000-yard receiver in Nebraska history. And then Ozigbo. you gotta, you got to figure out that, too. I mean, those, are, those were your two premier veteran weapons. Um, so there's actually a lot to think about. Sip, just a minute left with you here. So I, I like to give you a hard time from time to time, as you know. And the expectation. I like it. I don't mind it. I, <laughs> the expectation, like it. though, of the fan base. And that's something that I just I always wonder about with that. What in your mind is a realistic expectation for 2019 for Nebraska? Not big picture, not looking forward for 2019. Is it back to bowl eligibility? Is it competing for the division championship? What's realistic in your mind? Well, I just don't know how the division will shake out. I mean, it, yeah, they could be in the division hunt. I mean, they're going to 
steamroll the division. They're not going to win it with an 8-1 and one record. They're not going to win it. I doubt they'd win it with a 7-2 record. But now, when you get down, hey, Trent, when you get down to like 6-3, and three, they might be in that range. So sure. in that regard, if it's a race like that, if someone doesn't run away with it and go 8-1, and one, um, yeah, I mean, I think Nebraska could be in that conversation. I think it's, you know, you're hearing a lot of people say they could get to 9 next year, maybe 10. You know, there's there, you know, a lot of the fan base you're seeing that in the online polls and such. I don't see it. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go that far. I think. I think getting to seven or eight would be really good next year. I do think that there's, they're pretty good. You know, you you saw the quarterback, right? Yes. Oh and, yeah. And the schedule. The schedule gets a lot easier. So. Um, you know, those two factors are big in the conversation. Well, Sip, uh, I've enjoyed our conversations. I like needling you from time to time. You know, we got to keep things uh, transparent here. Grew up a Hawkeye fan. You're that guy on the other side of the river. But always fun, and our conversations will continue down the line. Yeah, I hope you needle me. I mean, I tell guys <laughs> I go on shows with, I get pretty bored easily. So uh, needle me all you want. I mean, you never know what you're going to get in return, but I- I'd appreciate it. No doubt. Thanks, Simple. Talk soon. All right. Stephen M. Simple from the Lincoln Journal Stars. We take the break. Back with more on the other side as we take you up until 1 o'clock here today. Then Jimmy B. and TC takes the airwaves. We'll get more into Nebraska. The Big Ten as a whole. Ken Silverstein will be joining us. But next, we're talking college basketball. Chris Dobertine from SB Nation. A look at his updated bracket at bloggingthebracket.com and a whole lot more as we continue on 1700. 1700, the champ with the drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for the drive home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies for wins, for big games, for titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors, uh, these colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Here's a gift you can open early. Up to 40% off appliance special buys, plus up to $500 in instant savings. Now, at The Home Depot. Like a Whirlpool stainless steel top freezer refrigerator, just $528. As far as your other gifts, no peeking. This is how to still get Black Friday savings on appliances. Now at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Lost supplies last. Instant savings require a minimum purchase of two select appliances to qualify. See store for details. Valid through November 29th. 
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 57cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right. No paperwork whatsoever. Your cash can hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow, as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend, regardless of your credit history. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income. Go to 57cash.com and you can get the loan you need now, regardless of your credit. Go to 57cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 57cash.com. Type www.57cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 57cash.com. 57cash.com Get ready for a revolution Mr. Executive We bring out your best The look that's really you At Mr. Executive You won't believe what we can do We make the difference The perfect style for you You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling.